Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you on Twitter. Follow along. It is at Your Tech Report. And also check out our website, Mitchell. YourTechReport.com for links to all our YouTube uh, channels, video, audio, all that fun stuff. And man, am I excited for this interview. Yeah, you should be excited. And you know what? You've you've done a lot in the world of home automation, spreading the word, spreading the gospel. And even with me, as much of a techie as I am, you started getting me into home automation to the point where recently, I think we've made it clear on the show, you came to visit me in Los Angeles. You made the trek from Montreal with your family, had a great time. Yet the first thing you say when you walk into my home, <laughs> my home, my sacred space is you're looking around. I'm like, what's wrong, Mark? First thing, uh, where are your Lutron switches? Now, that is not an appropriate greeting here in the States. Normally, it's, hey, Mitchell, great to see you, man. I haven't seen you in so long. It's, but no, I get, hey, uh, where are your Lutron okay. switches, dude? Context. What is that? Context. What is that? Context. Okay, give me okay. some context here. Okay, context. I want to in- invite our next guest on the line with us because she needs to get in on this because this is going to be, she's going to be on my side. Melissa Andresco is a public relations director for Lutron. Welcome to your tech report. Thank Hi, you for Mark. being on my side. <laughs> oh wait, is she picking sides already? Well, no, I didn't know I had to pick sides. Oh geez, a lot of is, pressure here. But hello, Thanks you won't have to. Trust me, you won't have to pick. Um, <laughs> so, see, Lutron, you know, Mitchell is, is one of these companies that you know have existed. Um, and Melissa, you said fifty-six years before we got on the air. Is that what That's you're saying? Correct, since nineteen sixty-one. Okay, they've been wow. doing you know things that I guarantee you, everybody in their life at some point has touched a Lutron switch. They just don't realize it because people don't pay attention to that type of thing. But you know, these days because we're now more in tune with things like the whole smart home craze. We're more in tune with companies like Lutron. But Lutron's been doing home automation and things like the smart home and quotes in quotey fingers before that phrase was even something that existed. Were were they not, Melissa? That's absolutely right. You know, Lutron, as I mentioned, 56 years of, of being in business, but 25 plus years in the connected home space. And prior to that, even a, a richer history in the connected building space. So, you know, to your point, we have been doing this before it was even in vogue to have a smart home or a connected home. We've been helping people, you know, live life better with technology for, you know, many, many decades now. And I remember, I remember walking into people's homes, mostly people who had much larger homes than I did when I was young and had like automation systems going on and things going on. And we kind of looked at it and like, oh, that's cool. We never really thought that it was something that, you know, was attainable by someone like me. But, but nowadays, like, I mean, what I've been doing personally is I've been slowly changing all my switches in my home to Lutron connected switches. Um, uh, why I chose Lutron? Because um, it, the, the whole platform made sense. There was a beautiful app that goes along with the ecosystem. Then you guys introduced the HomeKit bridge, which means I didn't have to change every single switch. I just had to change my bridge. And suddenly I was able to use it with HomeKit. But it's, it's not only HomeKit compatible. It's compatible with all these other services that are out there, too. And all of which, I'm, I'm going to guess, are pretty intentional moves. Absolutely. And and to, just to, to go back to what you were originally saying, you're absolutely right about, you know, 
15 years ago, you would find smart home products in really the the grandest of grand homes. And it almost seemed unattainable to so many people at that point. And, you know, fast forward to, you know, 2014 when Lutron introduced its Caseta wireless system. I mean, here's a a connected home system controllable from any mobile device with a starting price of $99. So, I mean, talk about bringing it to the masses. I mean, and, and you're seeing this trend now throughout the industry where all of a sudden, these products that you once longed for are now readily available at your retail locations and and a lot of online resellers. You know, I, I have to jump in here because, you, you, of course, you heard our, our introduction. You heard Mark's very rude entrance into my home, which now, of course, we laugh about. But, okay, so I want you to tell me, am I at a point now, if I, if I want to have a connected home, Melissa, and I want to do all of this uh, the right way, I should switch my current switches to Lutron switches, no? Because what is this going to bring for me? So... First of all, yes, you should switch every single light switch and dimmer in your home to a Lutron one. Let's start there. Basically, anything Lutron makes, you should have in your home. Pick size, I'm on your side. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, so uh, think about from a couple different perspectives. You know, we talk about smart home not just for the sake of, of technology, but it's about making people's lives better. So think about you're you're coming home to your house at night. You maybe have, you know, kids in the car, groceries, soccer equipment, the dog, what have you. You're trying to get in the house, trying to find the light switch. Imagine if before you even pulled up to the house, the lights turned on for you. Not just exterior lights, but key lights maybe in, you know, your living room or your kitchen, wherever you're going to have that main point of entry. So, you know, hands-free lighting control for you right there. You know, think about from a, a safety perspective. How many times do you do you go away on vacation or out for the night and you think, oh, gee, the house is going to be dark for, for three straight days. And, you know, fumbling with a, a timer is really not practical. You can set what are called schedules mm-hmm. right through the Lutron app so that, you know, Friday night at 10.08 p.m., three lights in my house turn on. And then at 1.17 a.m., two of those lights go on and the shades close. So, it's all about, you know, creating that lived-in look and, and just giving you that added peace of mind that your house looks lived in while you're away. Those are just two things. You know, think about your pets. You know, we're, we're all pet lovers. You know, right. your, your pets could be home in the dark. You've got to work late. You had a meeting. There's nobody home to turn lights on for the dogs or the cats or whatever you might have. You can actually turn a light on remotely so that the dogs and the cats aren't left home in the dark. So, you know, it's not just about that wow factor anymore. It's just about making your home that much more of an experience, whether you're in it or whether you're away from home. It's, it's really great for both. Uh, Melissa, if we're being honest, uh, the first thing I'd program is that as soon as I pulled into the driveway, the bathroom light went on. There I'm just go. saying that that's what would be the most important thing to me. It, I just have to be honest with you. Go go ahead, Mark. I had to get that in there. Well, what I wanted to explain to Mitchell was, you know, I, uh, we we are good friends with the guys over at, at Logitech, and, and Logitech makes some great things. And and one of the products they make is the Harmony Remote. And the Harmony Remote is is really become more uh, more than home entertainment remote, but it actually controls a lot of their smart devices. So Mitchell, as a user of that, this is this is a no brainer for you. You know, Lutron, right. the the Cassetta system and the whole ecosystem is a no brainer for you. Really or anybody because it's not really you don't have to worry about having an iOS device it's compatible with a lot of different platforms and I think Melissa that's an intentional thing as well right? 
It's, you're absolutely right. The, the, the ability to have Lutron's Caseta Wireless working with all of the most popular smart home products is it, it, absolutely intentional and will keep us, you know, propelling that forward. You know, it's, it's all about the convenience factor for the homeowner. So to your point about the Logitech remote, being able to push one button that lowers your shades, dims your lights, turns on your TV, starts your movie, all it doesn't do is bring you your, your snacks, right? It's the only thing it's not doing. <laughs> Maybe there'll well, be a button for that next year. Who knows? <laughs> I was going to say that's something they definitely have to work on. And, you know, Melissa, one of the things I, you know, I, I talk about this in other interviews, and it's the aesthetics of a product. And I think when it comes to uh, something like switches in the home, smart home, you know, I talk about barrier to entry. And some people think, well, you know, I want my home to have a designer finish to it. I want my, I want my, you know, the mounts on my light switches, everything. I want them to look great. But I'm looking at these products. I'm at Lutron.com right now. And in addition to being incredibly functional, uh, this, this stuff looks really good. It looks really high end. And I think when people are doing their homes now, this becomes, the aesthetics becomes an important thing, right? Melissa, right. you have to, you have to, see, uh, Mitchell and I can see each other on Skype. Okay. I'm giving him the dirtiest look in the world. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you expect? Like, do you expect a company like this to release a product that's going to be ugly? So, you know, it, it, and I'm really glad that you, you brought that up because aesthetics and functionality are, are key, right? Lutron takes great pride in making sure, you know, our, our, let me go back. Our founder believed in a very simple philosophy that a product had to be as intuitive to use to your 90-year-old grandmother as it was to a six- or seven-year-old child. That's brilliant. Meaning that it had to be obvious what button was going to give you which functionality or, you know, so that if you have a guest over... They're not trying to figure out in the middle of the night how to turn the lights on to go to the bathroom or to go down to the kitchen. So, you know, a lot of thought goes into the design and the life of the product and thinking through who are all the people who are going to be using it. And then to your point about the, the, the aesthetics, I mean, very clean finishes, clean lines, no visible screws on the wall plates, you know, it comes in a variety of colors. When you look at our, our um, automated or motorized shade products, you know, comes in dozens, some styles come in hundreds of different fabrics. So really giving people the opportunity to make it part of their home and really integrate it into the design so that it just kind of blends in instead of sticking out on the wall or on the window. You know, Melissa, as Mark said, you know, we're, because we're on different, different parts of the country in different countries, you know, different parts of the world, uh, we look at each other through Skype. And Mark did give me the dirtiest look. And then he started mm-hmm. smile as you were, smiling as you were talking about accessibility. And I'm trying to figure out if he thinks of me as a 90-year-old woman or a 6-year-old kid. I don't know which is less attractive. I think they're, they're both part of me. But I, I, was, I was basically bringing it up because I think we like to change consumers' minds. And for people that are holding off on... Uh, home automation or investing in this ecosystem for A, B, and C. And if part of it is the aesthetic, I wanted to sort of, you know, quell that right away because, like you said, this stuff looks gorgeous. And we're in a time now where people care about that stuff. But obviously, the technology side is there, but the beautiful design is there as well. So kudos to you. And anyone that's worrying about that should not worry about that at all. Agreed. And and to your point about the, the technology, you know, you talk about barriers to entry. Yes, the products look great, but the one thing that Lushan really prides itself on is our stuff just works. Yeah. You're going to plug it in and it's going to work. And you know what? If for some reason you have questions along the way or if you're linking it to your, your Apple, you know, HomeKit platform or to your Amazon Alexa or whatever device you might be connecting it to, if you do have trouble along the way, we have 24-hour, seven-day-a-week free technical support. So, you know, for people who have questions, even if you're at the store and you're not sure, geez, 
is this going to work with my this or my that? You can call us. And, you know, we really try to give people that peace of mind because for some people, to your point, there are some barriers to entry for smart home. And we're trying to help people understand that, you know, it's not that wow factor. It's really and truly about helping you live life better and to simplify these daily routines. And when you've got a product that looks great on the wall and is going to work right out of the box, it's it's a no-brainer. This is where I have to side with you because on the installation side, I mean, you're just replacing a light switch. It's whether, you know, whether you replace one switch with another switch. I mean, that's all you're doing. And suddenly you are enabling that switch to be controlled by the Cassetta Bridge. And on the whole configuration standpoint, your support as well, because there was one of the in-wall switches, which wasn't available to me in Canada, so I bought it through the States, you know, has a whole slew of wires that you don't necessarily need to use. And if you're not an electrician, um, obviously you, you should probably, you know, maybe get one inside some cases, um, but I had a lot of questions. And within five minutes, I had the answers that I needed thanks to a phone call like that. And experiences like that are few and far between these days, unfortunately. So kudos to you on, on maintaining that. Well, thank you. Customer, you know, taking care of the customer is, is Lutron's really founding and guiding principle because it's if the customer doesn't have a good experience, they're not going to come back. And we, we believe in staying with the customer throughout the life of the product. So from the, the time they're thinking about it, being able to be a resource for them and answering questions up until the day that, you know, they decide to, to change it out to a different Lutron product. We're going to be there with them every step of the way to, to support them. So we've gone over the stigma about, you know, how it's not hard to actually set up your smart home. Um, it's not hard to actually install all your products, but there was one thing that in my mind was still kind of a barrier to entry in terms of one of your products, and that was the smart shades. But you you, you want to kibosh out with me, right? Yeah. So I'm still on your side. Don't worry. But <laughs> I will say, you know, a little bit earlier in the conversation, we talked about 15 years ago, seeing seeing products in, in, you know, the grandest homes in the world. And motorized shades were one of those things. It was kind of like the, wow, maybe someday I can have a motorized <laughs> shade in my home. And, and quite truthfully, years ago, motorized shades were, you know, thousands of dollars per window, $1,500 or so starting price. Today, Lutron makes available a, a, a shade that runs on batteries, first of all. So, as easy to install as mini blinds okay. and the starting price is $349. So, wow. you know, while that might not be um, accessible for everybody for every window in the house, think about key rooms, like the rooms where you watch TV or where you need extra privacy because, you know, maybe the mini blinds aren't, aren't going to cut it for you. You know, you're, you're not having to run power to the window. You're able to measure the width of the shade. You know, you, you measure in about five minutes. We have tutorials online on how to do it. And we also have a money-back guarantee. So, you know, some people will be like, oh, gee, that's a, you know, $349. What if I mismeasure? If they if they groove it up, we replace the shade and, and we'll remake it for you in the correct size. So, um, being able to give people the functionality of of you know integrating their their shades into their smart home ecosystem, you know it's it's really changed people's lives because it's given people the you know hard to reach windows new life because they can now control the amount of sun coming in or you know help you know get rid of that glare on the television screen. You know, Melissa, as cool as this is to hear, and this is really neat because I know Mark is excited about this, you've just made things more difficult for me because now I don't have to worry only about him judging my light switches. But now when he comes to visit me next time, he'll walk in and say, dude, wear your motorized shades are totally affordable. Why don't you have them? So thank you for giving him more ammunition against me. Thank you you for that. (laughs) 
That's what I'm. You can that's be what very I'm, judgy now when you go into his house. <laughs> it's, oh, it's judgy even, McGee, <laughs> Melissa. It's even worse because I'm there next week, so, <laughs> so it's gonna Uh-oh. it's gonna be a problem. Okay, so you know we've just spent probably about uh, you know two thirds of the interview uh, talking about obviously your great products and the history of it. Tell me what was new at CES. I mean, this is a, a, an amazing show. You guys have been obviously the center of the smart home phase phenomenon forever. So how do you approach a show like CES, and what kind of products do you wow people with? So, you know, for, for Lutron at CES this year, it was, it was interesting. We did a little bit of a different approach. Um, for, for us, it's, it was about uh, new things coming with Caseta Wireless, which I'll talk about in a second. But it was also reinforcing the fact that Lutron is not just smart home for the mid-market. That, yes, there is Caseta, which is available at, you know, local retailers, but for the homes that require a more sophisticated system or a larger system, we've got two other great alternatives called Radio Raw 2 and Homeworks QS. And those are both professionally installed and programmed systems. And those are the types of systems that max out for Radio Raw, you know, 200 plus devices. And for Homeworks, 10,000 devices. Yeah. So you're talking about, you know, for exceptionally sized homes. So for us, it was really about kind of telling that whole connected home story. That's what, regardless of your budget, regardless of your home size or your integration needs, regardless of, you know, the complexity of your system, there is a Lutron solution that will satisfy that need. So that was our big theme at CES this year. And we had some um, vignettes set up so that people could, you know, see how, what a day in the life with these Lutron systems could, could feel like. Um, but we did have some great news at CES. So uh, Nest has been one of our alliances for, for many years with the thermostats. And at CES, Lutron announced that we now work with Nest Cams and specifically their new feature called Person Alerts. And I don't know how familiar you are with that, but if you are a subscriber to the Nest Cam uh, program, you get Person Alerts. So if your camera sees a person walk past it, you can actually program your Caseta wireless lights to turn on, whether they turn on just in that specific area where a person was detected or somewhere else in the house. So great new feature that is actually available now. And then we also announced that uh, at some point later this year, we'll be working with Samsung SmartThings. So again, just giving people lots of different options, regardless of, you know, what platform they want to use or what their, their voice control preference of choice is. It's all about giving people the options that are going to, you know, work best for them. Let alone the fact that you guys already work with Amazon Echo. You already work with Sonos and so many other products that are out there. And you can connect all these things so seemingly nice with it, with various, you know, platforms, HomeKit, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Will you please come back on the show in a couple of months? Because you know what? Your energy is awesome. And there's so many things to talk about with you. And we have so many different angles that we want to take. Well, I have to come back because I want to hear how the meeting goes next week at the house and, and who wins the fight. It's not going to go well. There was any shade shaming and taking place or anything. So please you mean, have me you back because I want to hear how when, <laughs> when Judgy McGee arrives in the States, you know, there will be shade shaming and switch shaming, <laughs> which is a real thing. And okay, you know what? On. Maybe I, he'll shame me enough to just get him to the ecosystem, you know? I've, I've, got, I've got the settlement for this, Mitchell. You okay. go buy the switches, I'll install okay. them. And uh, right, I have to go. This? Next time I'm in Los Angeles, I'm going to come to your house. And if you still don't have it, I'm going to join the team shaming. And I'm going to get oh in on this, God. too. Oh, my God. Shaming <laughs> squared. There's nothing worse. Nothing Nothing makes me feel better than wrapping up an interview with the guest on my side. <laughs> <laughs> your tech report will be right back. Hi, 
I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.